at Lost in Talks Podcast. Yeah. Was that your new theme song? Yeah, that's the new one. Hey, Lost Talks Podcast, episode 42. That's the new opening. Good evening, everyone. How's everyone doing? No answers. That's fine. I'm doing great. <laughs> Thanks for everyone asking. Just takes a sip of the beer Thanks for <laughs> fucking asking. I'm not even drinking beer. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking a White Claw. claw. Mm, white Claw. They're new to Canada, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the idea. Mm. <laughs> That's a sponsored. Yeah, this is my been new sponsor. They, I don't know. They've been around for a month or so or something. Yeah, yeah they just came in because uh, they've been talking about white. I always hear white claw, white claw. What the fuck's a white claw? Until I went to the States and had it. I'm like, okay, this isn't even that crazy. What the fuck? It's just like basically Perrier with flavor and alcohol. Yeah. So, but it's okay. It's a low calorie option, you know? It's okay. For the, for the people that care. For the people that care. If you get it lit. You're getting lit. If you yeah. if you want to get lit, you just take shots of tequila or vodka. You just don't eat and you the, don't in eat. the don't afternoon, eat. and then you just get lit, and then, and yeah. then eat. you're not gonna drink two thousand calories of, of alcohol. If you are, then you know without eating, I don't know. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the thing too. If you don't eat, you're not gonna eat. You're not gonna drink. You know, because you're like, yeah, I didn't eat this. You know, this morning or this mm-hmm. afternoon. I might. Yeah, there's there's nights where that doesn't matter. You forget, but you know. But yeah, that's what you should do, people. Just don't eat. Drink, get fucked, then eat, get fucked, then throw up, then drink again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Update uh, on the last last pod when you finished your. Uh, he did finish the oh, forty yeah. hands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he did, I, and then he yacked in Kevin's in Kevin's backyard. Yeah. <laughs> it was good though. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was that. It was literally the last gulp. The warm gulp. That final warm, nasty, multi gulp. When you feel like your belly, like it has expanded yeah, beyond. Yeah. It's, it feels like one of those fucking like, what game was it? Um, is it Left for Dead, yo? Those zombies that like swell up and blow. Yeah. Up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you drank that much of any liquid, you would have thrown up. Yeah. So, but alcohol for sure. It was and definitely just liquid, yeah. And after that, we just got McDonald's. Yeah, it was good. It was we got McDonald's fun. and we were blessed. So yeah, I had the McDonald's that saved my life. <laughs> yeah, bed, knocked out. Yeah, that's why I don't get people who shit on McDonald's. Like you're telling me McDonald's hasn't saved your life at some point. At as bad night. as it's been for me, it saved my life. Come on. several times. I'm I, like anybody who sober drinks, too. Anybody who yeah, I guess sober too. Yeah, that's sober facts. too. Yeah, I remember there was one day I was at work, hungrier than a bitch. And I I had money on me, but I had to go. I had to spend it on fucking um, fucking Adobe. Mm. So I was like, you know, let me hold on to my funds. Fucking Adobe. Let me hold on my funds. But then I found some cash. But it just wasn't just a perfect amount of cash to get a meal. But then I remembered around that time McDonald's had the five dollar meal, the picks that they just you know they mm-hmm, came out with mm-hmm. last year or so. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man! I've never had a junior chicken and some fries that tasted so good. I literally almost cried at the back of, in the back of uh, my work. It was just amazing. Those five dollar meal deals are pretty lit. It came clutch. I never thought a five dollar meal deal would come clutch, and it came clutch the one day I was hungry as fuck. I just needed a quick one too. You know, it was it was nice. I think that's the only time you appreciate money. Yeah, those moments when you like. It's usually cash moments when you when you scrounged up whatever change mm-hmm. you had yeah. mm-hmm. and you bought something and you're like wow like that's money like that's you can money. just that's find it, it yeah. and you can exchange it for for like things that actually you know like change your day. Some, something like the five dollar meal you like 
you think do you think that's not gonna be enough food right because it's a small meal yeah, but then you is. eat it and you're like shit i'm actually kind of satisfied yeah exactly shit maybe we all just overeating because yeah. like you get the you like kevin gets the the happy meals man like and you're good well, yeah, like a Happy Meal and like a and, and like a, a ting like an extra side. burger and yeah. like an extra burger, which makes sense. Yeah, like a junior chicken or like a, one of those taste. Yeah, this McTasters or whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay, then that's still cheaper than a combo. That's the thing is like, I like fries, but I can't be eating like a large fries anymore. You know, like just because mm-hmm. it just I feel bad afterwards. This so. year I've gotten over the large fry. Like I just don't do it no more. Yeah. I just get in a regular ass medium or a yeah. small because I'm just like. I've noticed I don't need that many fries. And that's the thing, too. Yeah, most times, too, when if, if I'm not, like, dying of hunger or whatever, I can survive on, like, a kid's meal just eating the small fries yeah. and, and uh, yeah. yeah, the little burger they have. Exactly. And you get a little toy or a book. I've been uh, I've been trying to finish the... Uh, well, what I do now is I get, like, a, I get like the McNuggets, and then I'll get, like, the $5 meal deal. Yeah. And I'm like, that's my thing. I like how we started the last three pods with food. <laughs> And we're doing it again. Yeah. That's okay. Well, we usually start with drinks and then food. Drinks right? and then yeah. somehow we get on to food. Yeah. Yeah. But today we got a couple of topics, uh, music related and just overall like business or whatever, creative creative related topics. Uh, so we, we have like a little notepad thing or doc that we write like uh, ideas in prior to our shows. Kevin wrote this big paragraph, <laughs> and I could tell when he wrote it that he was kind of cheesed because I because I yeah. could I could I could see it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I was on the yeah I was on the road. Yeah, uh, going we were yeah what was it like a I can't remember where I was going, but we, yeah we were just we had the radio on and I was just gonna write a point, but it would be I knew it would be better to just clear my thoughts because then you you guys would get the context of it right because mm-hmm. I had. You know, a couple of, I had to set up the the story. So the story the set up was, you know, I had the radio on and this new Black Eyed Peas song came on, and I think this was like I've heard another one a week ago or whatever, and I was like, okay, they're they're capitalizing on this Latin trend, and it makes sense because that is that's what they do. Like that's their mo. They they come in, whatever what whatever's popping, they drop their album, they come back out, yeah. they, they collect their bag, they hop back out, wait for five years, pop back in. Yeah. Then so this weekend I just heard another one and it was another Latin song and it, it was like the same track but it was a different one. Then I heard the the other track, the Mamacita track or whatever before, again and I'm like, all right, these guys need to stop, you know, like Yeah. It, it was fine before when they were taking advantage of of, you know, hip hop and EDM because that those were the domains that they were working in now, but this is like there's no claim for them to be I like it, and it made sense because yeah. it was like they were a multicultural group. Yeah, for sure, yeah. But there are no Spaniards. No. No real Spaniards. No, there's some Filipinos, but I don't think that they were speaking <laughs> that Spanish. Count. Yeah, you they know don't what fully I mean. count. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that count. was a different situation. So yeah. no one there is actually Spanish. And yeah, you're going to argue whatever, Drake, Drake made a Spanish song. I think his I think his situation was a little different. And he didn't make an entire Spanish album. He just made and one that song. that was like... <laughs> the Latin thing coming into pop, like people had just been hearing about Bad Bunny and mm. J Balvin and these guys. They've only yeah. been hearing about them for like maybe a couple months at that point, mm-hmm. you know. And he then he dropped the song and he popped out. And but t- these yeah. guys, they dropped album, you know, yeah. like they dropped a whole album. And can I say to be fair, Drake did the Spanish thing pretty good. 
Yeah, yeah. she did That's pretty a, yeah. well. Yeah. Like, if you didn't know, for some reason you didn't know it was Drake, you'd almost think he was Spanish. Yeah. Like, because he was, he was enunciating those words really well. He did his thing on that Yeah, track. yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Track. I'm not going to lie. That was a hard um, track. He definitely got, I think he I think probably he talks got some, about it on the podcast. When he talk. definitely got some coaches or training on how to, how to oh, say man, the words very well. <laughs> okay, he's just very good at you it. You just learned that. You know? Yeah, with maybe money, all this with money you just saw the Spanish things. You know, maybe they taught him exactly. They 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 taught him how to champagne, speak. champagne poppy. Yeah, 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 they taught Come him. You know, that's what I'm saying. Get on that it. video wow. with French where he was in the Dominican or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's around those areas. You know. Yeah, he's yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, he's very good at uh, being other uh, cultures. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's British one day and then he's Spanish the next. And he's Toronto again. And he's from Memphis. Isn't that just a human? Hmm? Isn't that just what people are, though? People are just so people many are different just things. People. Yeah. You know. Okay. Okay. At least, yeah. The thing with Drake is like, see, every yeah, every city that you mentioned, you can connect. Like, okay, yeah, he's he's in. He does this British sound, but like, you know, all those guys fuck with him, like Skepta exactly, and yeah. all those guys. He's in Memphis, but that was where he was going as a kid, and he was a part of that scene as much as he was probably a, of the Toronto music scene, right? Yeah. So it's, as as much as Drake does take these part these elements of the culture he does come come about it from a place where it's like he was part of that culture at least for a little bit if you will if we're gonna stretch this i'm gonna stretch it for us it is a representation of toronto yeah yeah and the diversity of toronto yeah very true that we are able to uh hop in and out of different streets and hop in and out of different cultures and different meet different types of people here if you don't have friends of different races here you're looked at as kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's next to him. I think it's almost next to impossible. Yeah, it's like really hard. A couple in 2020, contacts. it's really hard for you not to have a couple friends that you are know? at least brown or something. Yeah. Like, no matter where you live, Etobicoke, Scarborough, Scarborough's like next to impossible. Because mm-hmm. um, you're going to go to a school that's going to be multicultural, exactly. regardless. It's not to be packed with brown folks or like Filipinos. Yeah, 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 or or a mix of everything. It's actually easier to to not have a white friend in Scarborough. Yeah, it's a lot easier. Yeah, yeah it's actually easier to not. Yeah, yeah, that's facts. That's facts. I think in my high school there was like, it was well, our cr- part of Scarborough at least. Yeah, because there are parts of Scarborough uh, that are still very like. No, weird. yeah, it's yeah. in little pockets. Yeah, like yeah little you, pockets. Yeah, if you go to like the Bluffs or um, you gotta go to like certain, a certain like neighborhood Catholic schools yeah. or more white. You know, like or Moet, you yeah, know Mo Moet, for example. Yeah. There's a mm-hmm. couple pockets, white, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but mostly, yeah, mostly white people are the minority in Scarborough, for example. Yeah. So, like, yeah, dude, in my grade, there's probably like, I was one, and of course, and then maybe like five other white people. Yeah. Yeah, in a whole grade, hmm. five white kids. In yeah, a whole I would grade. say from kindergarten to grade That's eight, it, it was. Two people, two white people yeah, per yeah, grade. Yeah, like a two white man. Like a one white guy yeah. and maybe two white yeah. girls. Yeah, two yeah. white girls. You always have to have two white girls. Yeah, because that's when white girls were popping. Too. As I got <laughs> older, they saw more and more. So in college, there was more white people than. Yeah, yeah. Than yeah. like, because then they're coming from everywhere. Yeah, and, yeah. And, then and that's where you start seeing the social divide. Yeah, 
<laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, but back on the Black Eyed Peas, I mean, we're t- we claim that. I mean, I almost want to read the paragraph you wrote because yeah. it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I remember. The, Should I read it? <laughs> yeah, I remember the second line that I said was. Yeah. Well, so yeah, so it starts with me saying like I was listening to Black Eyed Peas yeah. and I was like they're the most despicable act. In You're like they're the most. Dis- they might be the most despicable <laughs> music act in history. They pop up just to cash in on a trend and then they cut until the next thing comes. They add nothing. Period. <laughs> It got me thinking about how there are some artists who you wonder that music would be what music would be like if they didn't have a, the career they had. Yeah, like the game changes. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's artists like Black Eyed Peas who, if they didn't exist, nothing would be different in music and the world. Who are some? Of, and then we're gonna ask like, who are some of the non-game changing artists? Like, who are popular artists that have come up and then, but, but like realistically haven't really added to the yeah. to the genre or to the, the era. Like I get it. Like I, I, I get that there's probably thousands, if not I don't know, hundreds of thousands of people whose wedding song was fucking "I Got a Feeling" or yeah, <laughs> or uh, yeah, and I, I don't know something disgusting. This I started. <laughs> yeah, I, started I didn't want to say it. Out. Yeah. I hope it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started to think about it, and I was like, I think one of the elements to not being a game changing artist is to, you. I think the not the ones that are not very original. Or the ones that maybe, you know, the ones that are just like the same as everyone else. I don't think so. I don't. You don't think so? I don't so? fully agree with that. You don't think so? No, because there are people that have been different mm. that are still haven't really done anything. And again, yeah. we have, I'm looking at one right now on our little list that we made. I think Pomp was one of them. Is that what you're looking at? No, definitely not. Then who? Talking about Chance. Mm. Oh, we put chance. We put chance on that list. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. We put chance. Yeah, yeah chance the rapper. He that's was true. Different. Actually, acid rap. Oh, what? And then you came out and you're fucking Christian. Okay, the Christian <laughs> when you got a bag. <laughs> the Christian thing came out. That came out of nowhere. But still, it was like we. I, if I think about chance now, I'm like, where did this really go for us? Yeah, nowhere. And we haven't received anything really good from him. Yeah. The so last like, good thing was so it's like he might as well have not have we didn't he need his existed career. Yeah. yeah yeah we've gotten maybe a I think honestly we've gotten one good track from him and I can't remember the track but it's his one of the biggest tracks that he released I guess part of his last project I, I just added another name to that that I it think. was on somebody else's project what is this song called let me look and keep on talking so that you're talking about the Gambino no problem oh. That's probably the only track with Lil Wayne and okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the only real positive. I shouldn't say positive because he makes positive music, but really, which uh, is fine. I mean, this is only high note that I can really think of, other than his acid rap days. I haven't really seen anything in between since, and he hasn't really done anything to me, in my opinion, for music as much like i want someone's opinion on chance like i want someone to come out in our comments and say or whatever like oh chance has positively impacted me in some way well i I mean and i'm sure that yeah there are sure there's fans yeah yeah because so we can't rely on that but yeah to look at the bigger picture and that's the thing is like there are people who hold their music opinions to a standard where it's like okay if if this music changed my life, then mm-hmm. it's the greatest thing ever. No, I don't. I don't tell people about the music that changed my life. We, exactly. we talk about it a little bit, but yeah. like I don't need to tell everybody every new song that changed my life. It's gonna be because different it, for everybody. Yeah, it's, yeah. And yeah sometimes it just doesn't make sense too. Like I can understand music that I listened to in high school, where now I'm like, okay, yeah, that was kind of trash. But at mm-hmm. the time, it like it it revolutionized. It 
yeah. what I, what I thought about music. But and it's like so some yeah, and we talked about this too, where it's like you kind of need those that music that gets you through those transitions. You know, mm-hmm. like you need kind of like it's almost like gateway music. You know, so you can kind of learn about the different things that you like about music yeah. right but yeah there are careers like people like chance where it's like yeah he's still around now mm-hmm. but he hasn't done anything in that time that we've since we've known him yeah right? exactly mm-hmm. so it's just like you know he's one of those people that i think about on a black eyes p level who yeah. is pretty big yeah who people regard as if you will and black eyed peas you could say are one of the top acts yeah not, not maybe not anymore, but they they have gone into history for everything that they have done. They've done numbers. Yeah, exactly. They've made good music. They've done their thing. Um, I just don't feel like I think if anything, the Black Eyed Peas they had the opportunity to do that earlier yeah. in the Fergie days. Yeah, when they're still doing Where's the Love and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. it kind of fell off when they like moved more towards pop. And uh, mm-hmm. that was the only song that I could think of that was like part of the Fergie era of their because everything before that was it wasn't mainstream so yeah. you can't really and it wasn't really Fergie yeah it was the other girl and uh, yeah no that's what I mean yeah, yeah. but what uh, exactly is making them not game for Black Eyed Peas what exactly is not making them game changing can we like yeah, describe well, that see, like, like what do you think when you work with pop music it's fine right like obviously pop is only going to be dictated by whatever's popping at the time yeah. right whatever's popular at the time but I, there's still a way to do it there are people who are just so good at, or they, you know, they, they come up with this new way of sound or it's just something new to the ears. So it becomes pop. Like that's what happens. That's what usually like Migos, mm-hmm. be, they, you know, they in, invented this thing that was so different that it became pop, you know, it helped mm-hmm. future. It helped make hip hop pop or transition into that world where now they can do Katy Perry features or whatever, right? Mm, like mm. there's that little bit of a period where something isn't pop and then it becomes pop. So it's like you're changing, not you're taking something about the game and you're changing it a little bit or you're doing it at the level where it's like you could, you could have heard people who were doing it before, but you know that there was an artist who perfected it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you you know that there was there's some artists who was like, okay, they started to do this. They started to combine, like, these elements, and then there's somebody who put all the pieces together in the proper way, and then they perfected it. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing either one of those things, <clears throat> if you're not perfecting something or if you're not innovating, then you're not doing you're not contributing in a way and that the black eyed peas never did that yeah they never innovated you just capitalized on hype they capitalized yeah and i've thought about this a lot too because if you think about music history before before the 80s before michael before like michael jackson's career kind of like created the pop genre as it is now it's like every artist before the 80s 70s they their careers their legacies yeah they were based on their numbers but their numbers were based on how good they were musically or how much they changed the game musically right like Mm -hmm. the beatles were kind of like the first pop act but they did so many things in that genre musically and tech like technically that like changed the game you know like the way that they recorded and shit Mm -hmm. was innovative too but now the legacy of these pop artists it's it's not about what they've done musically because you could have these people who are one of the highest selling artists of all time, but they didn't even know how to play a piano or read a, uh, read a scale or something, you know, which is, it's not a requirement, but it's like, if you're a musician, yeah, you you have to figure that shit out at some point, at some point, at some point, because especially because the people before, like the, the pop artists of the fifties, sixties, the, the innovators, they weren't just, they didn't, they didn't not only just know the scale, they were like, 
changing the way that people played music or, you know, like a thought about a guitar or thought about a piano, mm-hmm. you know, and like, we don't have that now with the pop artists. Is that why older music holds its time so well? Like, it's just not dated. Yeah, because it's just good songs, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Like, whatever they were doing back then was just better Yeah. than now. I don't want to say it was necessarily better, but it was because it was it was a lot of discovery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? They it had, was new. It was still yeah. new. It's still fresh and new. We're at yeah. a time now where... We can we can kind of break it down to a formula now, right? Yeah. Where like, see, the, like the fact that we can have a conversation about like, what are the elements of pop music? Yeah. Uh, how do you make a pop song? There was this uh, this band from Germany in the '80s or something who wrote this book about like how to make a pop song, and they kind of broke down the yeah. elements of it, and then they followed that formula that they wrote in the book, and then they they actually did write a song that became a hit, and they mm-hmm. were nobodies. Mm-hmm. So it was like, there's definitely a formula. Yeah. Like I was mentioning. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. The, there's there's a, a small group of I'm I'm gonna say it's probably a small group of, for pop. Like there's a lot a couple writers that are really writing a large majority of the pop songs out yeah. there, and they know that formula. There yeah. are executives in labels that yeah. literally I can't remember the dude's name. I can't remember which. There's label, a few of them. But there's a, there's specifically a guy that says I know how to make music for the radio. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to make a hit. I can help you create that. Yeah. And yeah. he does pretty much every time. Yeah. I can't remember his name. I'll probably do the research. See, there's, there, there are eras where, you know, like the Neptunes kind of, or Timbaland, they had their eras where they kind of did own the radio. So mm-hmm. it's like, there was that, it, it, like they, they were in a middle ground where like they were catering to the radio, but it was because the radio was catering to them. They mm-hmm. wanted the Neptune sound. Yeah. So it's like not only were people coming to the Neptunes because they wanted to be on the radio, but they were going to people to make a Neptune song because that is what the radio wanted. So mm-hmm. sometimes there are times where like the radio like kind of bows down to what like the, the specific person. You, sometimes it's been a person that, you know, that it's like this is the sound of the time. But yeah, like right where where we are right now, it's kind of a thing where it's like, okay, like there are people who can take advantage of like what's been popular, what's been popularized by hip hop, because that's the main genre right now. Mm-hmm. And there are songwriters who come up in the business just knowing how to write hits, but they can take, they can adapt. They can take like, okay, we got to take whatever we were writing before with EDM songs and make it hip hop songs now, no problem. It's the same it's still the same formula. It's still hook verse hook verse yeah. bridge. Yeah. Hook. You know, like it's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just different production. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But the same writing formula yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go through some of the people we have, or even some of them. Yeah, there's some of them, and some of them we may disagree with, and some of them we may I just wrote down off the top of my head a few. So we mentioned chance. Um should we say a pop artist or more another rapper? I mentioned Katy Perry. Um, okay, you know she was in the back of my head when making I, this I list. Her early, I, 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 her her early I think career, she had yeah. her moment, yeah. and she had she was dominating, you know, pop for a yeah. couple years, you know, like Taylor Swift did after and, I and, honestly, and stuff like that. I honestly think with when it, with you Katy know? Perry, it was more of a. Uh... Yeah, I'm not gonna put her in this category. I don't yeah. think yeah. Katy yeah. Perry was, was on Game Changer. It was other issues like. If she, that whole that whole breakup with her and Russell, whatever his name was, Russell fucking, Brand, yeah, Russell Brand. Brand, yeah. If we really look at it, that ended her fucking career. 
realistically because she disappeared after that. She's been sad ever since. Yeah. And crying in interviews. I'm not trying to. She has this, to like, be super positive with her shit. That's just that was her brand, right? It wasn't even just that, but it was like she and she had a really emotional songs, but okay. it was like um, that just seemed to really affect her music. I think it's like something. Nothing came out. She disappeared. Yeah. She cut her hair. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she was. Well, really she came, did. You did you watch that video she had with the backpack kid, the Swish song? Or yeah, whatever? yeah, yeah. And that's when she came back. That was yeah. one of the hardest things I've ever watched Thank in my you. life. Yeah. She had her Super Bowl moment yeah. before that. Yeah, that was near the end of her career too. Yeah, exactly. The little the sharks and shit. <laughs> with her, it was other shit. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katy Perry. I don't. Yeah, know. no, I don't put Katy Perry in that. I yeah. think she had her moment, like other, you know, and then like you know, then I mean, if you're gonna say Katy Perry, then you can say fucking Taylor Swift too, and then fucking. Uh, I wouldn't agree with that. You wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You can't say Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift actually does shit. True. And she's still doing shit and has been doing both shit. pop mega pop stars. I mean. I place them in the same category. Yeah, you place them in the same Besides category. Besides maybe the country side of, of but, her. No, it's, Taylor's on another level. Yeah. Taylor's, Taylor's way bigger mm-hmm. than Katy Perry. Fair enough. No, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift had, and like you said, her career ended, uh, Katy Perry's career ended for whatever reason. She mm-hmm. ended it herself or whatever. Um, you know, uh, personal issues got in the way or we don't know exactly. Um, I'm sure she could have had a longer career at that level that she was at. I'm sure, mm-hmm. but Taylor Swift just took it to that level, and, and just keep going. And then, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I, w- I wouldn't put Katy Perry in that same category. No, no. Um, but who we did was Lil Pump. <laughs> yeah, Lil Pump, Smoke Perp. Let's just say because they're like the, the same. same person in a way. Lil, Lil <laughs> Pump just blew up a bit more with um, yeah. Lil Pump. The way I see it is. Realistically, other than giving us Gucci Gang, which was a mega hit, which is fine, everyone. He hasn't really given us anything else, everyone and I'm not it. looking to get anything from Lil Pump or Smoke Perp, realistically. Yeah. But if we really look at their careers, we didn't really need them. They're just here because they became popular. They were, yeah, they were just like a trend and that whole whatever mumble rap, whatever category you want to place them into, and they were just uh, the whole social media antics and just like the clout chasing and the- Smoke Perp sold 5K. Yeah, his his, his last album was album, very like two weeks ago. His newest album two weeks ago sold five k, which is like a kind of a joke. Pop um, Smoke is about to do, and and like just half a mil are about to do forty nine, not forty nine, sorry, four hundred ninety five thousand more. Yeah, sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> and that. it's crazy, and it's with Pop Smoke. It's unfortunate because yeah, if he was Pop alive, Smoke and Juice World, it's again. It's if they were dance. alive, they never would have hit those numbers. I, I think. don't chill. I don't think they would have. Yes, they would have. Pop Smoke what? and Juice World. I don't know. I wouldn't say Pop Juice Smoke. World maybe for Juice. Sure. Maybe Juice. Juice yeah. but I don't know about Pop, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. If he actually locked down the whole international thing, he would have. If he was really able to do shit with people in the UK, I don't know their numbers. Yes. Are they doing the merch shit with the merch? That's not. That doesn't count anymore. Uh, that doesn't count to their numbers. No, it's five hundred thousand cold hard sales. That's cold hard sales, and there's crazy. But think about it. What merch are you getting from two dead folks? I don't know. R.I.P. But yeah. What do you mean? You're getting lots of merch with you're not, but folks. you're not getting merch. Actually, that's people buying merch. Mans aren't on tour. Mans aren't on no, tour. Under, I understand what you're saying, but X. there's no there's no need to sell merch right now because of COVID. So what you're doing is just you're mainly just going to sell. What? That's why they're not going to have those bundles. They're not going to have clothing bundles in a crisis. You're, if you if you understand you, what I'm saying, why not? Because of COVID. 
What's COVID have to do with selling that has, t-shirts? That, that the bundle itself is not going to work because of COVID and the shipping of products. That's what I'm simply saying. That's all. It's not going to be the same. Yeah, I don't think merch is a big thing unless it's tours. Especially really? for yeah. especially well, for like like XXX sold. But that's fuck XX. Ton, he that's died. XXX. That's, that's what I mean. Un- unless it's an artist who has like a pop in online shop, I don't think mm. merch means anything for artists. Yeah, it doesn't mean unless as much. you have like an OVO shop or you have like the you know like yeah. a, like a consistent store where people can buy your. A lot of artists don't have that. They you don't, don't think you don't think Juice fans are gonna buy just as much merch as X fans. X fans are gonna buy tons more merch than, than Juice, Juice fans. Will. Juice got a, like a little cult fan base too. He I'm got a lot of hardcore fans. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent he does. But I think it's more about like different. what the if you had that like if you had that attached to your brand before. And X had that from time before yeah. when he was still doing SoundCloud shit. He had fucking yeah. He was coming up with ideas for merch and always talking about it. Mm. Like you've, I've seen those XXX hoodies around, yeah. but like I don't really know any Juice World. The, the Revenge you know. ones, the yeah, old, the old, revenge shit. which are yeah. like impo- that's a line. Like those are like that's impossible a, to that's get. That's a that's a clothing brand. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Revenge is a clothing brand to me. That's like the easy stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. It's not just regular Juice World merch. Sure. Or whatever. So it's just not it's just not completely the same. Fair enough. Fair enough. And because of the crisis and shit like that, okay. so it's not completely the same. But I still I get your point and I agree with it though. The bundles do help, but they're not. Yeah, they don't count those anymore. No, as of as of like Reese, very as recently. As of like this week or last week. Yeah, I understand that. So yeah. I just wasn't sure if the pop smoke numbers were. Yeah, I believe of, no. I believe those are all. Because like, I don't want to. I don't want to like say anything bad, but I was, I was a little surprised it was that high. Like this guy's outselling Travis Scott for fuck's sake. Was not surprised. That's good, you know. But Travis Scott needs to get his shit together. I wish Travis I, Scott I hasn't hope been I good can, for two, I hope three I can years. find a way to say that on every podcast. Yeah, Until he gets his shit together, yo. Holy Travis fuck. Travis Scott God. hasn't been good for two, three years. Yeah. Like real shit, realistically. He hasn't been that good for two, three years. Um, Astroworld, as cool as it everyone was. Everyone loved Astroworld. But man. those people are like, yo, dude, fucking Travis, he's on a fucking... <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Unless Jerry with a G, like. Lost Docs Podcast. We're back. Episode 42. Jerry with a G. Jerry with a G. As I was saying, Astroworld was uh, catered to the white folks, Jared. <laughs> That's why you think Astroworld is so amazing. It's catered to the white folks. And it's that's true. totally fine. It's supposed to be. It's true. You get to a point in your career where you, the white folks are the ones that are paying your bills. They're paying for your mansion. And... <laughs> You deserve reparations, and yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. A lot of Astro World fans would listen to his old music and probably call it boring or something because it's like slower and there's different. There's different. It's not poppy kind of. It's uh, not as experimental. Though. Exactly. <laughs> the older stuff is still experimental. I it's still experimental. Like, it's not as the sounds coming out of his music are like, where the fuck did you get this from? Like, it's this uh, it's not as um, epic. Yeah, as it's not it as like now. sickle mode's like a fucking anthem. Like that's a that's a that's a like in the club song. Like so many different sounds hitting you in the face, and you got Drake's verse, you know. And then Drake's verse is everyone's gonna love it as soon as Drake's yeah. on it. So I think it's just that's a song he, you can he used sing to, to do. He used to do interesting things vocally, you know. And he didn't have much of a range, but to begin with, you know, like he uses just auto tune and stuff. And yeah. it's not like he uses auto tune to this crazy extent but like the way he used it before was just a little bit more unique but now he does the same oh da la la da oh da what like that's it yeah, I'm tired song. of his same ad libs yeah though. yeah exactly he, he hasn't changed been, his ad libs he hasn't changed he needs to switch up the ad libs yeah. bro 
this like, the next is lit. Like I'm tired of that. Travis <laughs> release has to be different. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about that. I think on a past pod. Yeah. We said this next one has to be different. Yeah, There's so many or... artists who are on the chopping block right now. He gonna right? fall no, off Hardy, real quick. Yeah. Travis. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Drake. We said he got one more, and then he got to do I something different. Drake. I want to hear these. This this new this DJ new Khaled. <laughs> The DJ Khaled song. They'll be, they'll be good, I think. It might be. Good. It's yeah. going to be a summer song. Yeah. Like, I will say, DJ Khaled, his music has kind of fallen off for me as of recent, but it's still okay. Like, it's still DJ Khaled. It it's just, like, it's so produced now, you know? Might end up being like an Afro beat or something. You I just miss the... Something like that. Yeah, something that Khaled could do that fucking dance yeah. song. Yeah, do the... Yeah. You know? We the best. Oh, man. Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. But yeah, who's next? Back on... Uh, we we kind of just like mentioned Pump and then went on to a Travis rant. Yeah, nah, Pump, doesn't Pump, Pump doesn't even need that much of an explanation. Like yeah, that was yeah. it. Like he Pump has Gucci Gang and now you don't listen to him or you don't care about him. That's it. Like yeah. Who else we got? We got um we got some. Sorry, Iggy. We have Iggy on here. <laughs> Iggy Azalea. Iggy. I didn't fully agree with. <laughs> oh, so you think she she is game changing? <laughs> Not necessarily game changing, but a lot of things wouldn't be the same. Like what? We wouldn't have had somebody to bully. You're fucked. At a dark time. <laughs> You're fucked. Think about it. Remember, she's on the fucking. We didn't have the last. She's, she's on the so, fucking uh, sway freestyling. She's so whack, bro. That shit was great, and the guy called in and was like, "Yo, this is fucking whack." <laughs> Playboy Cardi wouldn't, you know, have a son. Okay, just because you're a fan of Cardi, Onyx. you're gonna rep her still. <laughs> just because you're a fan, Onyx the. The fuck? He named her kid Onyx, bro. She was the first. I think she was everybody's first real white girl with the fake ass. She's she contributed bad, she's a, a lot. Baddie, don't get me wrong, yeah, but I'm talking about our music here. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking. You'll be talking about music, but that music is not the only thing that is your career. Yeah. We, what is the word? There? Game changing artists, not game changing Instagram models. <laughs> We're talking about careers here too. Are, you talk- yeah. are we? Okay. We're talking about yeah. careers. Sorry, you can't talk about the music the without music. the career. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, he was so whack <laughs> to the point where Ti eventually figured it out and dropped her ass. Yeah, but that's <laughs> you guys. These are moments. Okay. Fine. I guess. I guess she is a moment. <laughs> These are moments. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. I don't know where she is. That, on one, that one. Yeah, that one. You got to kind of give a little bit of time and see where where her career stands. Because I feel like you yeah, know we haven't given her the opportunity since she got roasted. Like, she makes white girl anthems again. I yeah. guess that's cool. You know what's that one that she came out with recently? Whatever ass <laughs> something ass. I don't know how it goes. What's that one she came? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a lot of twerking. That's all I remember. Trippy red. We put Trippy Red in. That's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. Was he game changing or not? Was no. he piggybacking off other artists' success, like X I, and Travis? I don't want to say he was piggybacking, but he, he. Uh, there's this argument that I've heard in the streets: who came first, Trippy or Uzi? And technically, Lil Uzi came first to us with that voice, like that with type the of voice, voice that yes. whole like. I don't know how to describe Which Trippy has kind of made his own now. Yeah. But at a time, there was an argument who came first, Trippy or Uzi. And technically, it is Uzi to the world. But let's say, for example, it was Trippy um, that was introduced to a lot of people first. Uzi still ran off with this shit. Mm-hmm. Trippy was getting into beefs. 
He's made some. He's made some okay music over the years, but it's not music again that we've been coming back to. Trippy's made a lot of mistakes in his career, though. Yesterday, I we listened to Trippy Red, and that was the first time I've listened to Trippy Red in a long time. Yeah, you were playing the Dark Knight Domo, which was like one of his top songs, but like Travis Scott, like yeah, definitely beefed that song up yeah. to its popularity. Exactly like, for sure. And that was the first time I listened to that song. And yeah, whereas Uzi's songs were yeah. always like just Uzi songs, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Trippy Red was always a feature artist. He's yeah. another feature artist, or. Like, yeah, like or, XO Tour or Life blew him up. You someone know? And, and like that was like, just him. What's a solo besides maybe Love Scars? What's a solo trippy song you're bumping? Nobody. Nothing. 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 Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's like maybe Love Scars. And that's like is one of his early shit. And that's like the people that know Trippy. You know? And that's like the people that's that it. know Trippy. Yeah. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, like of this list we have here that you guys can't see, but Trippy's probably one of my more favorite artists on this list. Yeah, and no um, and no means. And I went through a trippy phase. I went through a trippy red phase for sure. So I thought he sounded different, but when you now when you mention Uzi and shit, I was like, well, fuck, like it's kind of like similar, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, um, so Trippy, I, I think know. he can be game changing, but he has to like bring, he has to do something different, and we're way past that. He has to, but he, it might be too late. We're way past it. It might, we're yeah, it might just be too late for him. It was when all that six nine shit was going on. He should have held it down properly. He didn't. I mean, six nine. If you want to compare the two, six nine is wrecking him. In terms of like everything, career yeah, six wise. nine is technically not supposed to be in this list at all. Six nine would, is a game changer. No, six nine is not on this list. Yeah, he would not. No, I, no, that's no, what I'm saying. He I never would, would have put him on this list. list. Yeah. I never would have put him on this yeah. list. So who else do we got here? Do you want to talk about Nav? <laughs> you can. I want to get some better ones. Um, like, do you have anyone else? Because I got, I got. Uh, who do you think? Again, we just brainstormed this in like five minutes. So, like, I'm trying to think because I got Nav on here. Do I want to mention the other names? I have uh, I have Little Skies on here, which is I guess another SoundCloud rapper, or whatever. I got Little Zan on here again, another SoundCloud rapper that just kind of blend in with all the other Lils. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which don't both those artists fell off. Those yeah, guys, those just, yeah, those are complete just fall offs because those you're are trash. just fall offs because you're trash or not innovative. Like Lil Skies had for like six months, little people like Lil Skies, Lil Skies, he's the next big Lil, and then nothing happened. The next big Lil, yeah, <laughs> yeah. how stupid that sounds. <laughs> I know, he's the next big Lil, yeah, like this guy, this guy is the next big thing, blah blah blah. Which they say there's like a handful of the next big things every year, and then like. 99% of them are not the next big thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's usually the next big things are the ones you're not seeing coming. You know, you're not seeing it come, mm-hmm. which you've no, which is interesting. Pause, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who else do I got? I don't know. You got to pull one off. I feel like you have to look at my phone. Yeah. Like I got Macklemore on here. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's Mac- a good one. But at the same time, I feel like everybody didn't want him to succeed anymore. Cause of the whole he didn't even want himself to succeed. Yeah. City shit. <laughs> text, text, uh, <laughs> Kendrick, y'all, bro, this is your Grammy. I feel like, yeah, this is kinda, your Grammy. I feel like he kind of killed his own career when he did that. <laughs> yeah, this is your did. Grammy. Everyone's like, yo, oh, shut up and take the Grammy, bro. Yo, oh, yeah. you're a thief and a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, and then he tried oh, to. Oh, you're the kid who, like, goes with your, your friends and steals some shit and then goes back the next day and returns yeah, and it. Returns yeah, returns yeah, yeah. And rats out all your friends. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Macklemore tried to make a little comeback. I think he made another song a couple years later and then it just didn't work. I don't know, man. G Easy, I he's on that yeah, he's list. On the list. I put G Easy on that list. Yeah. White rappers, 
A lot yeah, of I mean, them, we don't want to do it, but you have to do it. I yeah, guess. I have a couple. Yeah, G- white rappers except for Eminem. Eminem, who who he's de- he's testing. Who's his, about? Yeah, <laughs> who's about to just end up in this fucking pile if yeah. he's he rapping? Too much bro. history, he, and he'd be the only one, or one of the few ones who it's like he got such a high and he crushed all of it, plummeted. Like, yeah. That's when you get so high, you get too ahead in the game, yeah, and then you just lose it all. Like. So all the Eminem fans, I'm sorry to say, but for every album this guy puts out from now on, or even a couple before, he's just making his career less and less. Yeah, because I mean, great. if you really, yeah, if you really break it down, he had what two good albums? Three? Two, I don't two, know. Two, maybe three good albums. People don't like this conversation. No, Kevin. they don't. No, this yeah. is a conversation people don't want to talk about. <laughs> well, what did I say last time? Wait, this the is last a, good uh, unpop- Eminem album, Usher's. Unpopular fucking- opinion. This is an unpopular <laughs> opinion. But no, this should be a popular opinion. <laughs> what it, yeah, it yeah. possibly because people are not opening their eyes. Now. What let it let, fucking let it burn just came out. People look at Eminem and they still see the dude with the blonde hair in fucking early two thousands. You know what I mean? Like, Clean up not, his closet and shit. Yeah, like that's what people are still seeing when he's rapping on 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 fucking we Godzilla. Had good or Eminem in over a decade. <laughs> Yo, we were like eight years old when that song came out. Like, bro, how are you still remembering that? Saying, you know, like man. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was so annoying. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Eminem. But, yeah, when you think about it like that, he's had made, let's say three good albums, and he's had I don't know I can't count, but he's had at least six bad albums. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm pretty sure I want to say ten, but I know there's yeah, not know. even ten albums. Yeah. Really. I want to like, say ten albums. We're saying albums as in a co- collection of all the songs being great, and there hasn't been one in a long time. You can pick little songs from each one and be like, those are cool. But a complete well, I don't think I, could, I don't think I could pick I could, one yeah, song Yeah, from the from first any- three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys hate him more than me. It's not but- hate. It's me being a fan of Eminem. You fucking... Yeah. You're trash now. And I'm... It's disappointing. And as a fan, Why? I'm supposed to be able to critique that. Kill- three. I haven't listened four, to any of these. Five. I think oh, yeah. Recovery was Recovery, his last decent five. album. For my opinion, Recovery was his last Six. decent album. Relapse, I'm not touching. Get me on the curtain call. Encore, encore, right, encore. Six, yeah, six. Encore. Was the last good album in 2004, okay. people. Six trash albums. All right. Three 16 good. years. <laughs> Again, old heads over here. <laughs> I'm a little bit more uh, reasonable with it. I'm going to say, like, maybe Recovery was his last That's not decent. reasonable. Decent. I just said decent. I never said bad. That's I not said, reasonable. I just said decent. Like, I give it, like, a six out of ten. Give me three tracks off of Recovery. Bro. I don't remember, man. Exactly. <laughs> Cold Wind Blows or whatever the fuck that exactly, shit Exactly, bro. Was it, I'm not afraid. Was that on that? If that was on there, that was a trash song. That was a trash there. song. I can't yeah. remember it now. Man. Oh my god, <laughs> that was a trash song. Most is not good at remembering songs, but and those Rihanna songs, that was that that was something that could have ended Rihanna's career. If, if I'm happy you know? she lived through those. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really happy. She's come close those, a couple those times. Those gave her big bags. I mean, yeah. I don't care about her good enough. But I think she came back with diamonds, and if she didn't do that, I think she would have been in trouble. Exactly. That's all right. Love the way it hurts. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 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 Megan Fox. Megan Fox in the Fucking music video and shit. You know? Yeah, Megan Fox. No, Eminem's about to be up there. Yeah. We're going to need to cancel Eminem at some point. Yeah. Soon. If he makes... He has to just like retire. He should have retired 16 years ago. Six albums ago? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? That's just crazy. I didn't know it was that many years, bro. <laughs> In six. Yeah. I know. I'm talking yeah. shit. Yeah. Bro. That last album is just like nail in the coffin though. Fuck. I don't think I even uh, looked at the names of the songs. I Bro, only, the only one I know <laughs> is the Juice World one. That was the main one. Right? Eminem. 
See, kills conversations. Anyways, yeah. who else do I got on this list? We said G Easy. Game changing? No. Does he make hits? Yes. Is he good with features? Yes. Game changing? No. It's real quiet. I don't think you guys don't. You guys don't really listen to him. That's no. That's the don't. problem. Yeah. You don't have an opinion. No, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, no. He's made you know fucking problems and there's like big hits like that and shit. You say fucking problems? What's the pro? The pro? No, sorry, the other one. <laughs> I was like limit. No, that limit. was Kendrick and Drake. <laughs> that was Kendrick and Drake. My bad. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was like, yo, he was on that? I was like, no, 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 no,
Yeah. Right. Didn't work out for him. He fell in love and he got a regular job. Yeah. And he became a regular you. Well, like, he just... That's what happened. He wanted to be a good dad. And I get it because he had a bad dad, but like... Because <laughs> if you think about it, like with the way that where where yeah. Dragon Ball Z is in the series now, Goku's I don't know he's probably like fifty, if, fifty something, yeah, yeah. He's he and he's still have... fucking training. His wife just wants him to stay home and play with his eight year old or however uh, old Goten is now or whatever. And they have a uh, like grandkids and shit. Like, nah, he's still training for no fucking re- well, Damn, not no, for, it's the, still the he's universe. The yeah, he's saving the universe. Yeah, the universe. Is- but I mean, but see, and this is where like now you can understand Vegeta because he he's he's splitting his time, so he chooses to spend time with his family, and that's why he's weaker than Goku. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, yeah, that was it. Like that is what J Cole is. Uh, he just never. <laughs> J Cole was more of a Vegeta. Yeah, he was sick. Yeah, just coming off of the Forest Drive stuff. Great, amazing, but what uh, the what was the meme? The platinum with no features or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. He got eventually he started doing the features because I guess it got to him or something. And now I I also but think yeah. around that time. And then he made an album with all features. Twenty fifteen, right? Dreamville. <laughs> Go on. That's crazy. So what's that? that was a crazy year. I forgot. Yeah, and to pimp a butterfly came out twenty fifteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kendrick was definitely. That was a big time. year in music. Music. You know yeah. what I mean? Macklemore too. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no, Macklemore was not twenty fifteen. Was it twenty fourteen? Twenty twelve. That was the year. Uh, yeah, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. 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 Oh shit, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Twenty twelve. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No. No. You're right. You're right. What am I saying? That's when uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Well, we're talking about top five. Sorry. Let's say hip hop artists, rappers, whatever. Twenty twenty. Like last July. Then we're doing twenty twenty. From yeah. last July to now. Okay, yeah. because twenty twenty is first of all not even over, and second, barely a year for music because nothing came out. Yes. Or nothing significant came out. Go on. Drake, Kendrick, Uzi, Lil Baby, Gunna, and I don't know the last one. I think that was five. Was, was that it? five? I feel like that was four. Did Gunna put out an Uzi, album Gunna this year or was baby. it last year? Drake, oh, yeah, Kendrick, yeah. Did Gunna do Five. an album this year or last year? When was that again? This year, Wanna. You basically named ours a drop shit this year. Not just that, but just the impact. <laughs> but they all all those artists did drop shit. And Gunna's been lit for how long? Gunna's everybody's favorite I like rapper. Gunna. He's cool. Every If you don't like Gunna, it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? He's cool, yeah. Yeah, everybody f- basically just fucks yeah, with yeah, Gunna because yeah. it's Gunna. Yeah. Uzi's on... Almost god tier. Uzi's god tier. He's above SoundCloud now. He's god tier. Beyond SoundCloud. He's a star. He was in that category. And now he's beyond that. He's a rock star. He's yeah, yeah. an alien. Yeah, yeah. He's an alien. He's fucking doing his own thing. Lil yeah. Baby. He right almost- now, Lil Baby. And for the last year, a couple of years, Lil Baby has been in and out of the competition. Um, but this year, he's pretty much solidified it just with everything. That I he looked at Little Baby at one point as someone who would just come and go, you know. But yeah. I guess he proved that wrong. Yeah. At least for now. I mean, he might still come and go. But I he'll have so. a longer stretch than most. I don't think so. I think Little Baby's going to be here for a while. You think he's going to be a 10 year artist? Like uh, I don't know about a 10 year artist, you know, but like, he'll, no. he'll definitely. Five. His career is going to last a while. And that's not. And right. that means outside of music as well. It's hard to really tell. So. Niggas rich. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a man that was on the streets with 100k, over 100k. So, I'm sure he'll make some good investments and has made some good investments in that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, anybody else? I can't really think of any anybody you guys think of in twenty twenty. Yeah, like Jack Harlow last year. Get out of here, <laughs> Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. <laughs> no. I can't really think of anybody else. Not the baby, because I know some people are thinking that. Not the baby. Not Megan the Stallion. They could be. Yeah. And what I was trying to say before it cut down, and the only reason we kind of like it is the the those the labels are shoving their music down our throat Mm -hmm. to the point where it's like you better like you're gonna some you're gonna like a couple tracks. Well, and also they tell them to make a hundred of the same song, and it's like the baby you're gonna rap this same verse forty five million times Mm -hmm. on an album, and people are gonna listen to all of it. I don't think the yeah yeah. Like it, yeah. that was the thing. Like I don't even like listening to any the baby now. Like not even his old shit. I'm like, not listening. I not even the shit that I liked before. Real because shit. Even when the baby dropped, yeah. I was like, I'm not here for it. Like yeah. if you, it's funny. If yeah, you, it took me a while to get around to him. Yeah. When sorry, I shouldn't even say. Uh, that's me being ignorant. I should say when the baby dropped, when he became more popular. Because yeah. before this, he was Baby Jesus. That's mm. why he had to change his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I fought with Baby Jesus. <laughs> but the baby and all that stuff when he came on and paused and you know. Yeah. yeah, I don't really fuck with it. I never listened to any of those songs fully through. I've seen that one music video that we watched for a reaction video. I have not seen any of the other DaBaby videos ever. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Even if you listen to Toronto radio, uh, you know, in Canada, we, we play a lot of Canadian music, like Canadian rappers and stuff on the, on the hip hop. Uh, At 11 p.m. Yeah. And that no 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 even the, no all day like the big names they'll play they'll play Drake they'll play uh, Nav they'll play Tory Lanes but then the two other names you hear are the Baby Meg the Stallion those are the two American names you're constantly listening to all I hear is Savage and whatever fuck baby the Baby has out <laughs> those are the two Savage remix whatever. Savage whatever whatever bop whatever bop yeah those those two names have just been pushed like crazy yeah. To the point where you're gonna like a song or two, yeah. and they're gonna be in your head, like unless you just don't listen to the radio in the car ever. <laughs> Decade. Yeah. Top five. That's a fucking hardest shit, man. <laughs> Can't come off. Should have. That's a. That's a. That's a question you gotta prepare beforehand. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like. But I want it now. I don't know, dude. Ten years. So 2010 to now. Top 20, five. I mean, Drake. Drake Kendrick is are still there. Yeah, and I'm putting coal on it. It's going to put coal in it's ten years. So I'm putting coal fun. on it in ten <laughs> years. You don't like coal, man. That's why you're biased to coal. coal. All right, man. just swap out coal and put future. I can be objective. Would I put future? I'd put future. Drake, Kendrick, Cole. Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Travis. Drake, Kendrick, future. <laughs> Drake, Kendrick, future. Kanye. In 10 years? Yeah. Well, what about Kanye pre-2010, though? Isn't Actually, that, isn't I don't want to really put Kanye on there, but Kanye, Kanye? Just, he's existed. Yeah, but, I think you still got to put Kanye in there. I was thinking that, I mean? too. 10 to yeah. now, but that's Yeezus to now, right? No, but no, that was like Watch the Throne. That's and, Watch the oh, Throne. Oh, fuck. When that come um, out? I swear Dark Twisted Fantasy was 2010. Right? Well, right? I think Wasn't I, Yeezus I'm 2013? Yeah, 2013. That's fine. Yeezus 2013, right? Yeah. yeah. And then it's before that was what year? Yeah, we got. I don't know. We got Sorry, like, cold, cruel, cruel yeah, summer. Yeah, my Dark Twisted Fantasy was 2010. Yeah, Watch the Throne 2011. Oh, so he just made it there on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay Kanye West presents fine, good fine. music 2012. 20. Oh, he's been dropping him. Cruel albums. summer, yeah. Every year. Okay, shit. so Jesus. Then, then my list, not in order, is Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Travis, Kanye. That's my list. Ten years for Travis. 
decade. <laughs> Fuck. Travis is more like five years, I guess. Travis popped. What year did Anadol come out? 2015, because I was on road. Yeah, I guess Travis is five years. Five He's only years. half of that 10. If you do like a 20. You're snapping. You, do like a 20 you might as well put Jack Harlow on If there. you do a 2015 to 2025, then, then, then 2025. Travis is on. Get the fuck out <laughs> Well, we aren't. <laughs> well, we're not. <laughs> I don't know. That's an opportunity to put out like five more bad albums. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know, I know, I know. And that'll drop him, yeah. That's true, that's true. Then, I mean, I got four. I don't know what my fifth one would be. I saw, and that's what I was thinking too, and I think it has to be Kanye. Because it, it is no, 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 no. For me, it, it has to be Kanye because it is Drake, Kanye. Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Kanye, and I need a fifth one. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say future, that's why. You're a hater. Future. I might even, I honestly, I might even Future's toss. a sixth man to me. But I might have to put Future, because I can't think of anybody else. I don't know why the issue was a Future with you. I understand you don't listen to Future. I do, sometimes. When he's paired with Drake. Despicable. <laughs> You're not thinking. Other than that, Future to me just puts out like four albums a year, and it's like all the same. That's my opinion of Future. Shit. And he did that one year. Whoa. He did like a couple albums in a year and it all looked the and same. And that's when to me. Future was, and I'm going to say this, was technically the top rapper. The top. I'm not going to say best. He just seemed like a factory to me. And it was all hard, Ian. Like, I get it. He has the ability to write like an album in one sitting or something, but. <laughs> you don't understand. So, the thing that separates Future from everybody else, and there's so much that goes into this, but it's simply because he broke up with Sierra mm-hmm. and dropped. Like four or five crazy projects in a year. Yeah. Back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. And they were all hard and all, I was going to say long. <laughs> I'm going to put They're Chris Brown, yo. Chris Brown. Can I, can I say that? No, it's rappers. Damn it. I don't <laughs> have a person then, yo. Or else you put Weekend or something. Yeah. Facts. It would be Weekend, but he's not a rapper. Mm, fuck, dude. I'm a, I, don't, I don't have a name. Decade. I don't have a name. ASAP. <laughs> I was thinking Thugger, but Thugger's not up there. I don't think Thugger, it's top five. Thugger. Or. Nah. Can I put Wayne? No. Fuck, he's too. Yeah, he's before that. Well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Whatever. You guys let us know what you think the top five is right now. And in 2015. Try and prove me wrong with the 2015 one. We got a 2015. We got a 2020. And we got a 10-year decade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the decade one. You, you, can't, know. you can't say of all time because it's bullshit. Because then you're going to start saying Tupac. And, you're and this is, and this is we're names. talking about careers as a whole. This yeah, means yeah, yeah. music. That means creativity. This means, you know, whatever fucking else you're doing outside of the music. Your career as this person. That's what it is. Yeah. You people that just want to talk about lyrics. Yeah. Mm. Calling you out. Yeah. And that's why Future's on the list because Ian wants to. You're going to say lyrics and you're going to say hell no. <laughs> we'll talk about songwriting. Future is one of the greatest songwriters. I feel like time. there's a name we're missing. There definitely is. There's a guy who we're missing. I just, I'm trying to pull it out of my brain right uh, now. I'm not like, worry it's about not Big Sean. It's not. It's Tamir. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He is in 2020s. Yeah, like, it's right yeah. now, Tamir has I, a top project of this year. Yeah. Technically. In Toronto, yes. I would say the world. I have, I'm not listening to anything else this year that's coming I would out. say the world. I should say it. Yeah. The world. <laughs> I would say the world. I think, I think a lot of uh, Toronto artists are coming this year really hard. Um, Claremont II just dropped a project. Which Listen I to really our good. 
Toronto Uprising playlist. Yeah, if Toronto Uprising playlist. A couple of artists that you may like. I'm sure you're going to find a few that you've never heard of that you're going to start to like. Yep. And I promise you that, that that's on that playlist. Toronto Uprising, Apple Music, Spotify. Check that bitch out. Monthly updates. We're actually coming close to an update, maybe in two yeah, weeks. Yeah, we're going to be doing one soon. So if you have any music to submit, get that into Submit me. it. Send us an email. Contact or, at lostnostalgia.co. Or a nice professional DM, too. We read those, too. Yeah. But uh, no, yo fam, put me on the playlist. Like, no, a nice one, you know, yeah. a nice one. Exactly. Hello, sir. Make it professional. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Cool. I guess we're done with that topic. Moving yeah, on, moving on, moving on. So I highlighted a couple of topics that you had. I just maybe written a while back. Um, it's kind of the topic of how do we brainstorm? How do we come up with our ideas? And our ideas are are, are not the typical ideas, especially for Kevin's videos. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're kind of they're innovative. Are they not? Can we say they're innovative? They are innovative. They're innovative, but how do we come up with that? Like, are they're we just, game changers. Is, they're game changers. Yeah, mm-hmm. are they? They're innovative. Sometimes too innovative. Like withdraw. We can get into that after. Mm-hmm. Um, but is this like? Is there a process to this? Is this just like you gotta have it or you don't? Like, what's I up think with it's that? um. And what I wanted to talk about more about it is just even sure. just how we all kind of just do it because mm-hmm. even even though Kevin's not technically a director or anything like that. Kevin comes up with these ideas for his videos as well. It's not just yeah. us or just Sampreeth or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's, it's a good. Yeah, it's a. It, it's it's very interesting how I think how our ideas come together, especially yeah. for like work that like for my music or like for Seven Fifty. Like how we, mm-hmm. yeah, how 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 we're not necessarily. Like you think that you know when for other people I feel like when you're a musician and you think you got to come up with a music video yeah you might have an idea but you think you got to give it off to somebody mm-hmm. who has the whole vision and they got to come up with everything but for us it's kind of like we bounce ideas off of one another and then like we f- we all figure out the logistics and the creative exactly. parts of it you know yeah. yeah it's uh it's weird I don't know how to explain it but we yeah. kind of all kind of know our roles yeah. Without really knowing the roles, but we kind of all kind of just figure it out. This is unique, you know. Yeah, this yeah. yeah like, this is not everything you. You don't always get this. This is a pro- this is a combination of just like, just cooperate. It's very hard to get a bunch of people together that really cooperate creatively because creatively, like we've talked about this on past pods, like people creatives bash heads, but for some reason here with us and including Sam Preeth and a bit of Zach, um, we definitely have like our different strengths and we're able to put them together and mm-hmm. not really argue and kind of just create something. Yeah, we all kind of just trust each other. Yeah. And if we do feel like questioning each other, it's like it's open. Like we're willing to have the conversation. Yeah, like, there's never like any... How is that going to work? No, yeah, there's know? never any like tension or like... Very rarely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Um, it's very rare. I think that, that having that... The thing that what we have is going to probably take us far. Mm-hmm. Farther than most. For a lot of people. I think so. Um, when I when I think about even just coming up with ideas, when I think about the, one of the first memories that pops in my head is even um, like early like triangle and seed stuff when we were trying to come up with videos and uh, even even thinking about you trying to come up with your project for Tropic and how brainstorming usually works between us, especially from what again me observing even just Kevin. Kevin likes to write things down on a board, for example. He'll just write ideas down. So I remember one time we wrote just. I wish I still had that. I know my that, cat. Pissed, that right my here? cat pissed on it. <laughs> oh yeah. really? <laughs> yeah, I wish I still had it. Yeah. <laughs> we had like this chart paper just with ideas. Yeah. And 
I don't know how the fuck we did it, but somehow at the end of the day, we made everything link up to a, a theme and we started getting into stories and this and that and you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I just wanted to get more in depth with how we kind of do that. Okay, so writing, writing stuff down, that's a tip. Yeah. You know, write down your ideas. You know, they say if you don't write down your ideas, does it really exist? Mm-hmm. So write down your ideas, get a whiteboard. We've said this before. And I feel like that's the time for you just to be free. So like, don't worry about um, complicating things at this point. So yeah. Just. And the thing that I've realized yeah. too that I, that I think that we've, it, it's something that I've become aware about is like you have to kind of throw out ideas that sound stupid or like, yeah. They've got you. You gotta kind of. I feel like how we kind of approach it at first is we have either. Um, some sort of like technical thing like for for the withdraw video you know zach had the nashika camera and we're like you know it'd be cool to make a music video with these with these gifs Mm -hmm. and then the make me move video started because sampreet's like you know it'd be cool to shoot with like a telephoto lens on these balconies you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we have like that element of like the technical kind of restrictions that we try to work with we have sometimes i like to call it a gimmick it's a little bit of a gimmick we well, but it's also like it's what we're capable of with the yeah. money that we have. So it's exactly. kind of like we set that, yeah. we set that, uh, we set that as a as a as a rule, like as a restriction. Mm-hmm. So it's like we know what to work in. So we're not working completely out of the open, right? Exactly. Then there's like also these ideas that just because we're always talking to each other, because we've always been talking to each other about just random shit. It's kind of just this culture that it's I realize it's kind of the same. We, we talk the same way that we would talk like 15 years ago when we were just playing basketball, shooting around, mm-hmm. coming up with stupid ideas. But we do that in a way now where it's productive, where we start with these stupid ideas where we'd be like, yo, like, you know, it would be sick if we did this. And it's a stupid idea. But then it's like, OK, but what about that is cool? Right. Like, what about those? Yeah. We try to pick those things. Yeah. Out. And then like, OK, but and then also like, how can we make that possible, too? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It's like first having it's like having realistic things and then it's having that freedom to be like, OK, what, what are some wild ideas? And then like meeting them in the middle, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I would say even um, when we're even when it even comes to actually creating a video or coming up with your specific idea um, and trying not to overcomplicate things, that's one of the hardest things not to do yeah um, because you have so many ideas and you maybe sometimes you want to fit certain things in um, but again like Kevin said sometimes you have to keep it like realistic but still play on that creativity a bit especially know? for music videos I think the thing that people forget a lot is how hard it is to tell a story without like narration or yeah. without dialogue yeah. just being able to tell a story with movement I think that's why a lot of music videos don't tell stories but mm-hmm. ours are still we still try to make them narrative based we still try to have like a beginning middle and end light, type thing yeah. right yeah. and it's like knowing yeah it's and it's also like knowing the complexity of how much of a story you can carry through that yes. right yeah yeah and I think when making if, if narrative based narrative based music videos are tricky you know and I think if you're starting out you should maybe even it's a little bit more of an intermediate step i think if you're starting out with music videos focus on aesthetic focus on a concept mm-hmm. make that dope you yeah know, make that cool interesting to look at whether it's a visual effects special effects or just but i think it's also it cool is it is it is important to think about yeah it is uh, important yeah. to think about um okay what am i gonna do okay i have this cool concept but what am i gonna do to make people watch it from the beginning yes. to the end because i can't 
count how many videos I've I've watched the first 30 seconds. I'm like, okay, you know, you, you see the preview on YouTube, you're like, okay, the whole video is like this, all right, I'm done, right? So it's, that is something to think about, especially yeah. as a starting artist, because yeah. especially if you're a starting artist, nobody's watching your video all the There's way There's a through, lot you right? could do. Like we talked yeah. about ASAP Rocky earlier, like a lot of, a lot of his videos don't have narratives. They're just dope, cool effects with yeah. remix and stuff like that. And there's so much shit that you can reference. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't do narratives very often. And his is interesting. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't necessarily need to be like a narrative. It just needs to, yeah, it needs to be like making sure that there's variations. Yes, or, there's variation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something that sticks out to me is um, one of the quotes that Zach has had in my mind where it was helpful and not a joke. <laughs> but uh, I remember we were trying to shoot uh, old, this is old like early us getting into music and video and stuff like that like we're shooting like this old Gen Squad track uh, Circle Strong and he asked me he's like okay so like what do you want to do for the video and we gave him the idea and he's like the first thing he said to us was okay but like what's going to make this even like more different mm. and we didn't know yeah. at the time and I remember being stumped and not thinking I'm like shit you're right like this is technically a video that we've either done before, kind of, it just in a different location, or we've yeah. seen before, but just in a different location. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is a good point. Like, we did start not having these... Necess- like, we did... We techni- just went downtown and We did technically shoot. make music videos where yeah. we didn't care about narrative. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, like, yeah. yeah. We didn't fine. start right out the gate. I just want people yeah. to understand yeah. starting out that is fine. You do not need... You don't need to. You don't need a beginning, middle, end mm. to a music video. And a lot of people get stuck in that mindset when they're trying mm. to come up with an idea or a treatment. When you could literally just have, and we've talked about simple videos being so sick. Mm-hmm. And you could just come up with a like a lo- something made, something concept that revolves around a, a location. Like that one with the fucking flamethrower we just saw today. Yeah. That video dope. Yeah, yeah. Did it have a story? Yeah. No. no, it was just a man with a boring gun from Elon Musk. Elon it was uh, brand or whatever. What's not what what video and artist was that again? Uh, Lil got it, and it was Butron. The video for Butron. The video was cool. Today. Like they were in a they were in like a like a warehouse looking or like mechanic. Place. Yeah, like a mechanic. Like a mechanic shop. shop, and they had like they used a lot. Their main prop was the boring the boring flamethrower that uh, Elon Musk put out a couple years back. And they were just using that as like the key prop, and they had a couple models. And it was, it was like, not even a couple; it was one, one girl, one bad model, one right? baddie, uh, one baddie with a flamethrower. Okay, a- who was <laughs> had way too little clothes that didn't really make sense. But you know how it goes with those videos. Yeah, she was just twerking and twerking with sparks. But the video was cool, <laughs> and there was no like, there's a simple concept: mechanic, tools, flamethrower, dope cinematography, mm-hmm. wavy. Yeah. Wavy, it's wavy. Like, yeah. It's cool. Well, yeah. yeah. See, that's you the know? thing is like, uh, it's hard to use those as models for like mm. up and coming artists because mm. those are things where, when you have money, you can do things very simple and very well, right? Like mm-hmm. you can spend a million dollars and it could literally be a room that looks like this, but the way that it's because you spent a million dollars and it it's just a plain crispier. white, exactly, right? Yeah. yeah, like and the camera and the, yeah. so it's like. It's like no, it's like knowing that too, knowing the reality of like a lot of these simple videos that you think are sick and simple. It's like no, no too that there is a lot of no, no what about it is sick. You yeah, know? yeah. And again, the thing, the thing with that was the simplicity in it. Yeah, but and, that's a, that's the thing too. Focusing there, around one location, and there so, but you could still identify the things of that video yeah. that are unique and you mm. haven't seen in other things, even though you've seen parts of it in different videos. It's like seeing it in one thing right like that's what you have to think about your music video as is like what is what are you doing that nobody nobody else would have been able to do in this one video you yeah. know 
Uh, another again simple uh, simple example and one that we did recently was the the one right was it the one the one yeah the yes, one for the one for Wiz the MC Wiz the MC uh, yeah really simple shoot it was three people on in the crew and then we had Wiz and then uh, Sarah which is our our uh, our woman our female lead if you will um, and that was simple we were in one location pretty much one backdrop. <laughs> a pink drop backdrop and the story or the narrative in that was basically Wiz pulling up to a shoot meeting a girl thinking she's cute trying to you know let her know that he's feeling her mm. and then her looking like she's into it but later on brushing him off pretty much simple very simple concept one location uh, probably one two Probably like three main setups, and then we had a little couple little minor setups within those setups. Yeah. We had the backdrop, pink backdrop. We had the little live performance setup, and we had the the green, the grass, the fake mm-hmm. grass setup, the wall. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. Now with that one, and actually, technically, I had two setups in the treatment. That third one was on the fly because we are like, shit, we needed something a little extra. Yeah, we just like, let's have something else, just something else to cut to once in a while. We needed something just to make it a little less boring, a little less repetitive. Mm -hmm. Because the treatment originally only had two setups with coverage in between. Um, So we needed to get that third setup, which we came up with last minute, which I'm very glad because it actually made the video a lot better. It made the video much better and we used those shots twice in the video. Yeah. Exactly. It was two clips in the video, but we shot a little bit more for you it. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to say the budget, but we shot it in eight hours. Very simple shoot. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just like a, just an example. But let's just say this. Budget was nothing. No, it was nothing crazy. Like you might, <laughs> yeah. you're going to maybe think it was like 5, 10K. No, not even close. Bro. It looks like it was a lot of money. No, no, no. It wasn't anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, I think, um, just don't complicate things and when you're starting out just keep it simple and don't you don't have to like i i get it you're looking at videos that by the biggest artists you're seeing in the world. those brother videos you're seeing brother videos <laughs> you're seeing travis scott Cole videos. videos you're seeing drake videos where the budget budget is basically like infinite you yeah. know like at any moment they could just extend it oh we need more money all right ovl spits on another 10k yeah. oh you or, need more money oh or okay. drake's like put it oh, on my card oh you want <laughs> you want this fucking you want this second rolls royce okay cool ovl will just spit out more money yeah whatever or just not, like, like scrap a whole video entirely and then or just yeah, make or, a new one. or yeah we'll do it again yeah. they'll yeah. spend like half a mil and then scrap it like it doesn't yeah. even get made yeah. it's even crazier to me yeah so <laughs> what what i think what that even that point kind of boils down to even is looking even deeper into yourself, not worrying about what other people or and other artists in our time is about to run out are doing around you, though. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of the time, as people that are on the internet and we're using social media, we see other cool shit that our friends or other creatives are doing, and then we kind of get like, fuck, like, I want to do something cool. I want to make sure my next project is major. Yeah. And then trying to make it happen the next time. Ostocks Podcast 42, back. <sighs> we were talking about not complicating things on music videos and keeping your ideas simple and how important that is. And yeah. how we brainstorm ideas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I finished off with saying, try not to worry about your peers too much. What do you, can slow what do you mean down. by that again? Don't stress yourself 
out over what you're the people around you are doing you know what mm, i mean mm. i feel like a lot of the time as creatives even when we're in slumps or we're just not as creative as we are you know you know you get in those moods um and you're just seeing other people create and do cool shit and you kind of feel like you're behind yeah uh don't feel that way um no don't because uh, everybody's on their own timeline yeah. everyone's doing their own thing and everybody has gone through what you're going through as well you know what i mean so just try your best not to get too wrapped up in also social media and how people are portraying themselves and their work because we look really busy to everybody. I yeah. feel like a fraud. Bro, <laughs> sometimes we only doing this three days a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so like two to three days a week, we do this thing. You know what I mean? We're people, just, I think we're just very um, but efficient. But I think also like we're thinking about it every day though. So. We think about it every day. We're planning yes. every day. There's, there's stuff that's going into this every day, but... Hard work, yeah. sitting down together, talking, brainstorming is happening twice. I live and breathe this shit. Yeah. Legit. We yeah. all do. Yeah. That's, right? that's, yeah, it's part of it is like knowing that it's a lifelong commitment. Like I didn't realize that when I signed up for this, that, you know, I was like, I'm never going to have a day off yeah. unless I, even my day off, my days off, I'm like, okay, take some, take a break. You know, yeah. that's usually what it is. It's yeah. never like a full day. It's like. You know, just take some time to mm-hmm. clear your mind. It's but like if it's your lifestyle, who yeah. cares? Like, yeah. I mean, there's gonna be moments where you're like, "Fuck, I just want to throw my phone away." Yeah. And just like sit on a beach and look yeah. at the water, you know. Um, you but even you yeah. start doing that for like five minutes, and then you start thinking of ideas. Yeah. You know? yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. you can't yeah. escape. You like, can't escape the yeah. creativity. Like, yeah. if you're truly this creative and this talent, and you live and breathe this shit, like I'll be can't. playing video games now just to try yeah. and get my mind off it, and I'll start be thinking about like an mm-hmm. idea, you know, based on the video yeah. game or something. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Yeah. it's just. But that's that's the blessing about it too, is you start to realize that nothing that you do in life is is a wasted movement. Like you can learn from everything like i i can watch some shitty movie with my mom on a weekend or something and and mm-hmm. i can still be thinking about an idea or figuring out how it works it's mm-hmm. like knowing when to just it's like 24 hours a day is brainstorming and then there's like little sections like two hour where sections you to, yeah, where you actually down. try and put the time in yeah. you know and you gotta you gotta realize too for musicians i think you gotta like you with with a basic program like GarageBand, you could get your shit to and like a shitty mic, you can get your shit to sound pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like after a little bit of training, but like you need money for music videos, no yeah. matter what it no matter what it comes. Like yeah, we've been squeezing out zero dollar budget music videos, but also we've been upgrading our equipment, and that's just years of getting better as well too, yeah, right? Exactly. So it's and no matter what, I think in the past few years even if it's like a zero dollar budget like we've still been renting equipment and yeah we rent you know, equipment we rent yeah. equipment yeah money's coming own. out of our pockets yeah oh all the time we're all, yeah. you're trying to cut deals with people like it's not like a full like obviously we've improved even though like technically the we've been working on zero dollar budgets the same way that we did when we started making videos off of a t1 just point mm-hmm. and shoot kind of thing mm-hmm. but obviously just there's a difference in in equipment there even though technically the bottom line is the same in that we don't make any money off of them right yeah. but you got to know what you you have access to with music videos way more than when you're working with just music right because mm-hmm. i haven't upgraded my music setup in six years seven years, years yeah. but yeah obviously i've gotten better right yeah. 
Yeah, the quality, and it's also because the quality of music hasn't really changed exactly in however long. Yeah, there's no different. Yeah, you, you there's you don't you get like there's no like 4K sound or like yeah, 8K yeah. sound. There's yeah. nothing. You know, there there's a little bit. It's, yeah, it's not really, and it's not as no like the, yeah, it's not like, noticeable by it's not ear. As noticeable, Eventually, yeah. it gets to a point where your ear can't tell the difference. It doesn't matter. So most, I mean, um, I, I can't tell the difference unless you're really listening. You can't tell the difference between an MP3 and a wave. Like, like, yeah. it's really hard. Exactly. It's really yeah, hard. yeah, yeah, yeah. You like can't. a high quality. Wave. I feel like the only time I, I mean really a high quality uh, MP3 uh, difference is um, I can't speak today. <laughs> the quality is oh vinyl, yeah, vinyl, yeah. The quality the is more in the quality of the mix, the yeah. quality of the engineering, mm-hmm. which is more skill level, not 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 your your tools. I mean, a little bit about a little, little bit of tools, a little bit. A little bit. I get it. if you have one of those big boards, you're gonna do better mixing than on your keyboard or whatever because mm-hmm. you're gonna have access to more things. Yeah. But for the but mo- the difference there's virtual the, versions too, so I think yeah. it's more skilled than the difference than, between like giving. Uh, you know, uh, an inexperienced musician like a full studio to work with in a in a year, as opposed to like giving an experienced videographer a whole bunch of random equipment, they could probably put together a much better looking video. Whereas, mm, yeah, as uh, if you were to give better them, looking, no, not yeah, better, better looking, exactly, not, not yeah. better video. But if you gave an inexperienced right? musician mm. like my setup versus like a huge studio, they probably wouldn't have. They wouldn't do much different. You know, it wouldn't even if they have a three thousand dollar mic versus like a five hundred dollar mic or a two hundred dollar mic. Yeah. it wouldn't do much to make it sound better. Yeah, because mm-hmm. raw audio isn't. It doesn't. You don't. You don't just record into a three thousand dollar mic and it sounds good. You know. You still got to put like some shit on. You it. Put yeah, some yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we make jokes about. You give a man a red camera. Like if you even if he's shooting a fucking lamp post. Yeah, that's exactly. That's gonna be a crispy lamp post. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lamp post boring as fuck, but it's a sick looking lamp post because yeah. it's on red, right? So and that's just a dude who picked it up and pressed record. Right? Yeah. And he's able to focus it, and that's about it. And now he's so. a prodigy. Now he's yeah. a prodigy. You, you got mans with you got like street shooters with reds, and they suddenly become prodigies. But when you break even, down the, yeah, the video just, like, concepts, film photographers or film, yeah. or people mm-hmm. who just use you know they they happen to have like a super eight or something. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like it's a it work. It's like an opposite thing, but it still works that way too. Where it's like just because you have that thing, your shit just looks better, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with music, it's definitely more talent than than. Than equipment yeah for sure so for sure yeah 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 um i was gonna say going back even a little bit to uh because even though we're talking about gear but mm. going back a little bit to the complicating of stuff sure not using your gear as an excuse <laughs> mm. um yeah. I th- that's what again what we're kind of talking about but yeah just again remembering that you can still make a lot of shit happen um, with the shit that you have, I've yeah, been yeah. I've been editing. That's the most rever- of the shit. That's the reverse side of it too. It's like, yeah, obviously, if you have more shit, it'll look. It'll yeah, look, but also people have been making videos off of iPhones. And shit that's what I'm that saying. Way. Like, I've been editing videos, a lot of music videos that you guys have either seen or not, um, and a lot of shit on my 2011 MacBook Air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For years, this shit's it's slowing down on me. Eventually, it comes a point where it's yeah. not usable, and you're hitting that point, which is why you're getting a PC. Yeah, that's what I'm building a PC way. now because of that. But yeah. it's lasted me. But over that, but that is that. Long? Yeah, that is. It, it's it's a great feeling to feel like you've I've outgrown you've outgrown yeah. your equipment. Yeah. You don't want to buy something and feel like you don't you're not worthy of it. You want to mm-hmm. buy something and be like, all right, I'm I'm trying to level up yeah. i'm trying to get past because i you know i have a certain amount of experience now yeah and i know with my knowledge and my experience that i am not as efficient 
doing at doing my job anymore. It slowed me down the last couple of years, and I've seen that. Yeah. So for me, as a businessman, as an entrepreneur, as an editor, if you will, I need to make sure my efficiency is my priority right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So efficiency, and that's why we're able to pump out a lot of content. Yeah. <laughs> and we're able to pump out a lot of content with my shitty MacBook Air, and I have to go and yeah. do. I can't even do exports at home this anymore. This man is so patient, man. <laughs> He's doing twelve-hour exports, ten, like five-hour proxies. Yeah, I have to proxy all my shit. Proxies everything that takes like twice as long. That's why we tried the whole reaction thing, same day shit. It didn't work. Yeah. So we we we're doing we're doing reactions a little different now. Yeah, exactly. Because the whole reaction thing, real quick on that, was just like the idea was the when a song comes out. You, you're supposed to put out the reaction the same day. Yeah. We we weren't able to even fucking do that because uh, we were working with the 2011 MacBook. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I have to go to Ian's house house to do exports, yeah. and we can't always go to Ian's house. So exactly, <laughs> it's just uh, the way it is. But we we got past that, and uh, yeah, yeah. So. Leveling up. Yeah. PC game. Yeah. PC game. <laughs> PC game. By the way, we're gonna have to figure out hard drives because now I'm gonna need. Uh, formatted hard drives for PC. Yeah, you just partition it. It's partition it. All yeah. of them are partitioned though, I think. I have some that are Mac only. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know that. But that's fine because I still have a Mac. So what I was thinking I was just transfer okay, okay. from the PC to the Mac partition and from that to another Mac drive. But whatever. We don't have to talk about that. That's not a podcast <laughs> yeah, conversation. That's yeah, yeah. You had another question on here. Maybe this relates. When does gear when gear yeah. doesn't matter? When does that stop being true? Yeah. When gear does So yeah that's yeah matter. that's another point. Where, when and we kind of talked about it now when it comes to a point where you've actually used your shit when you've actually when you can actually get to a point where you recognize that you know what I have maintained a certain for example if we're talking about like a camera I've maintained this certain amount of quality I want to get to go to the next level now you know what I mean and it's mm-hmm. not because you're bored of your camera it's because you've actually used it you know what I mean you've used the money the same amount of money equivalent that you originally paid for the camera. You yeah. squeezed whatever. You squeezed everything out of that camera. Everything that that camera is worth out. You've got your money's worth, essentially. Yeah. Um, Even if you didn't get that money back, you know that you've made... Exactly. And the enough quality videos that it's worth yeah. more exactly. than... You've you progressed enough as an artist in that time. Yeah. yeah. So That's how we feel. Look into something else. That's how we feel about the, uh, the podcast camera that we're using right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's time to get a new one. Even just the... Not even just the um, the specific camera itself, but like the setup. You know, like yeah. we yeah. we felt that we've outgrown the single camera setup. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a even thinking. Not even thinking about it in terms of like the specific brand or model exactly. of what you have, but like exactly. the you know like the the actual setup of things. Yeah, you and, know? and and that's how you're gonna get. And, and with your content, that's how you're gonna get viewers sticking around when they see you grow. Especially mm-hmm. the ones that 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 stuck with you since the beginning. When they see you growing, when they see you getting better. Yeah. I think that's a big selling point of most podcasts is like watching that growth. Watching Mm -hmm. that growth. People who checked our pod early on said, and the same for me. Next thing you know, they see clips later and they say, oh, fuck, they got a studio now. Yeah, they got a studio. Or they got a second cam. they got a second camera now. Oh, shit. And they they might not even notice. They got Drake on the pod. They might not even know (laughs) that that's what it is. It's (laughs) the multi-cam now. Yeah. But yeah. But you can feel that it's different. You can feel that it's different. Yeah. And that might get the viewers that maybe didn't fuck with it earlier, give it a second chance. Yeah. You know, because let's be real. It's quick, quick tip on podcasts. Podcasts are really hard to get people to listen because mm-hmm. it's a long period of time. There's You're, so many. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. 
there are long periods of time that you got to dedicate to. Mm-hmm. So it's, especially it's, it's for hard one, to convince people. Especially to for one like ours where we don't have like a, this is what the podcast is about. You know, like there are exactly. podcasts where in the title you can go, oh, okay, this is about sports or this oh, is about I'm politics. learning about this. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. We're a little more personality. Like you come here to, to listen to us talk yeah, for, whatever, for whatever fucking reason. I don't know why you like us, but. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think um, we're okay. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, when gear doesn't matter, so hey, yeah, it get, it, when gear doesn't matter, when it stops being true, is when you've put in the time, when you've put in the work, when you are now experienced, and you feel like the programs and stuff that you have, whether that be even with music, the programs and stuff are, I wouldn't say holding you back, but maybe it's time for you to explore something else. If I'm gonna say me, uh, I've used Premiere for. Since fucking high school, I am now looking into using DaVinci Resolve because I'm like, you know what? I've loved Premiere. I've, I basically know it like the back of my hand. But to make sure I'm also diverse, I, I want to edit in another program. I want to relearn something. I want to learn something else new so that now I can level up as an artist and say, yeah, I can edit in DaVinci Resolve as well. Monitor. Wow. I think it's the monitor. It's just the monitor? I'm pretty sure. Just yeah. double check that it's recording just in case. But I'm pretty sure it would be, but. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it is, yeah, it is the monitor. What time are we at? I'll 13. wrap up. 13? Okay. I'll wrap up in a bit. Um, Keep going. Sorry, what, guys. Um, What was I saying? I don't know. Yeah. I got distracted. I forget really quick. What the fuck was I saying? It's about leveling up as an artist. Yeah, leveling up. So whenever, whenever okay, learning uh, Da Vinci. Is yeah, learning Da Vinci. So now yeah. I'm into like trying to learn Da Vinci so I can learn something new so that I can say yes, I know how to edit in Da Vinci. I know how to edit in Premiere, and I also know if people didn't know, I can edit in Final Cut as well. I just don't like Final Cut like that. But yeah, who does? Yeah, <laughs> people do. The YouTubers do. The YouTubers uh, okay, sure. Shit. It's like YouTube friendly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like, and it sounds, I don't know, I feel like it's not the best answer for us to give when it's time for you to level up, but. I don't know. I feel like you kind of get to that point and you understand. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, that's a good point is like, I feel like sometimes people don't get started because if you think, oh, I want to, you know, I want to get into music production, which DAW should I use? I want to get into video production. Which one should I use? Like, mm-hmm. just pick one. Yeah. S- start learning on it. L- learn and you'll learn, you'll learn the basics from any program, no matter what. And then, you know, sometimes there will be things that I feel like because I picked Logic and um, there are things that uh, the way that I produce now, it's shaped, it's definitely shaped the way, you know, if I picked Ableton or Fruity Loops, I'd probably produce a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. But it's like if I were to go into those programs now, it still would run the same way. You know, yeah. like if you learn a different video editing program, like you, you yeah, you'll pick up different things because the da- or the, the program runs differently, but you'll you'll still be able to do what you've been doing from yeah, the beginning you don't have beginning. to start from the be- you don't have to start yeah. from you know from ground one from ground zero like you're always able to just l- level up you yeah. acquire new skills yeah. so yeah. it's it's kind of just getting started with what you have mm-hmm. and then ex- like knowing when to when to move on from it yeah mm-hmm. and again i feel like it's a weak answer but it is the answer yeah like it's almost like it's almost like when people Ask you like, how'd you get started? How'd just you do put this? The work in. I just did it. Yeah, just put the work in, but it's, honestly, there isn't no specific answer to that. Yeah, 
There's no, there's no like exact steps that yeah. everyone is gonna follow. I want to be able to articulate it better to somebody, but I feel like yeah. that's the best way to articulate yeah. it is just by just doing it. Sadly, and I hate giving. Like, people I hate that giving answer that answer too because when you ask someone who made it how they did it from scratch, and they tell you say, that, and you're pissed. Oh, yo, I just like worked, worked hard, like you know. It's really work. <laughs> yeah, I you hate know? hearing that. Just shit. Ignore the fact that I met someone famous and they put me on. Like, yeah, I worked, I worked hard. <laughs> see, well, that's a, see, that's but a, that comes with all that. See, shit. That's the thing. Is like usually that's people don't want to admit it. It comes of down course, to who you it, met. It, it right? just, yeah, yeah. It just totally th- throws away all their success. Yeah. To the point where oh, this person made me famous, or this person mm-hmm. made me put me on. But it's but no at the same time, I that. they don't want to admit it. But I see some truth in them not saying that because they yeah. might not see it as they might see yeah. that one time they met. You gotta be Kanye West as it might have been big, but it might just be another fucking day because it's like. At the end of the day, I still had to go back home to my family's house, living with my fucking mom. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I met Kanye and maybe that propelled me a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I've been putting in years of work here at home by myself. It's very true. Which I understand. It's very true. Yo, man's got to write a book at some point. We gotta write a book about all this. I gotta write my book, yo. Huh? I'm gonna have my book like Rick Ross, yo. I'm gonna yo. have the same cover. We gotta. <laughs> we gotta I face. think that's how we put everything out. When once we once we get to where where we somewhat want to be, that, that's yeah. a book. Yo. Yeah, I don't think people read anymore. That's the problem. Uh, ebook. No, people don't read. Podcast like two hour. I don't know. Every time I come up with like a book, I, a book people idea, I'm read. like, nobody's gonna read this. People read. People don't read anymore. People don't read like I that. read. I read. But you're reading like business books. I'm reading biographies. That's the thing. People I read, read yeah. fifty cents biography. Yeah, people read biographies of like famous people, but like people yeah. don't like. You didn't write it. Read. You're not reading. Yeah. <laughs> You're reading <laughs> facts. You're not reading. Read. Okay. Anyways, like some. some You're not reading words. Some bro. sort of biography in whatever format is, will exist at that point will come out, yo. Yeah. Twenty years. <laughs> Twenty thirty years. You got us. <laughs> From the beginning. Um. But yeah. Uh, anything else? I think we could wrap it up here. I think we can pretty much wrap it up. Just yeah. y'all. Do you? Future is definitely a candidate for top five <coughs> debatable of the last decade. Um, not debatable. And <laughs> the ba- Babel. Baby. The baby? The Babel. The Babel. The Babel. The Babel. <laughs> Anyways, Boston Talks Podcast, episode 42. We will catch you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening. And...